if you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Allow me to explain. It's free, and we all love free stuff. There's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and many more podcast platforms. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast all in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. All right, 2022 Stanley Cup playoffs are about to be underway. And uh, joining me for that for another season is uh, my fellow uh, co-worker, whatever you want to say, at thehockeywriters.com, at Matthew Zader, SC on Twitter. You can follow him there. uh, Copy, media editor, Canucks writer, thehockeywriters.com, all kinds of other stuff, prospects and all that. Uh, Matthew, thanks for for joining me. And uh, how you doing? Doing good. Uh, playoffs around the corner. I mean, Canucks aren't in it. Uh, they were close, but uh, it should be some exciting hockey anyways. There's lots of great teams, lots of offense, and should be fun. Yeah, I agree. I mean, the Canucks, you know, made a big run. Uh, a lot of early season troubles, obviously, but uh, you got to be, you know, thrilled with the big run that they made. They got close, and uh, they were definitely knocking on the door, and I think that's a core group that'll be probably right in the same position, probably in the playoffs next year, if I had to guess, but uh you know, it's a good core group they have in Vancouver, so I don't think that they'll be out of the playoffs for very long. Um, so let's start in the West. Uh, we'll start with the first matchup that is to be discussed because you have the best team in the West, Colorado Avalanche, Nashville Predators. Uh, this will be a very interesting matchup because I think – I honestly think Dallas was a harder matchup for Colorado um, because I think that Dallas is kind of a team that can – bore you to death and they can yeah. keep pucks out of net and and they gave you know they gave Colorado a very a very good series and beat them a couple of years ago in the bubble in the playoffs so uh, I think this is good for Colorado to get this matchup against Nashville they match up well against them honestly I think Colorado wins this series in five um, I'd be surprised if it goes further than that and that's not to disrespect Nashville I just Colorado's a different gear like I think they're the best team in the league right with Florida I think they're kind of 1A, 1B, and then the rest of the league after them. So I think the Avalanche win this in five over uh, the Predators. What do you think? Yeah, I, I do agree with that, with uh, Dallas being the, you know, they they can definitely bore you to death and, uh, you know, for the Avalanche. But they got the the National Predators, and I still think, I mean, the Avs are going to, I don't think they sweep, but I think it's five. I think they, you know, Predators will maybe eke out a win, but, Without Soros, it, it could be it could be a sweep if Soros isn't playing. So that that was I think was gonna be the X factor for me if if they would get by the Avs is because of Soros's play, but because he's been injured, it's it's up in the air now. And I think I think the Predators are gonna be in tough against the Avalanche, but they could eat out eat out a win. I, I'll say um, Avs in five. Yeah, the other stat that's kind of mind boggling. I know the Avalanche you know, scored a ton of goals, uh, I believe third in the league behind Florida and Toronto. Uh, They scored 46 more goals than the Nashville Predators this season. So that's going to be a problem. And they also allowed 18 less. So that's another thing to look at. I don't really think that Nashville is going to have an answer for McKinnon or McCarr or any of those guys up front for Colorado. And then you just, the big thing with a team like Colorado is if they get scoring from Burakovsky or Nichuskin or guys like that, 
that just takes them to a different level. And they won 56 uh, regular season games for a reason, second most yep. <laughs> in the league. So, yeah, I think this should be a Colorado win. And in five, I'd be surprised if it goes longer than five. Uh, next matchup, this is probably the most even matchup with two teams that are almost identical with St. Louis and Minnesota. Obviously covering the Blues and, and being a fan, uh, it's it's a matchup that I think kind of it's unfortunate for both teams because I think both teams are very, very worthy of being, you know, at least second round teams, but one of them's going to have to get knocked out. I think they're very even. I know the Blues have owned the Wild with the record in the last couple seasons. They went 3-0 against them this year, but two of those games were overtime games. I think the big factor here for both teams is who defends better. I have a mm-hmm. lot of worries about both teams' blue line. Um, and then goaltending is going to be a factor because both of them have two guys each where you really don't know what you're going to get uh, from Flurry and Talbot in uh, Minnesota and then Huso and Bennington in St. Louis. But I think at the end of the day, the Blues' depth scoring gets them over the top. I think the Blues win this in seven. Uh, what do you have on this one? Well, also, yeah, like you say, it's a it's a very interesting matchup. I mean, they are pretty evenly matched. Um, you know, went right down to the wire of who got home ice. So <laughs> yeah. uh, they were tied right up to that uh, end, you know, last few games. So, you know, home ice, I don't know how much that's going to come into play. But, uh, you know, the Wild have been really surprising this year with their scoring. Uh, Kaprizov, uh, again, over 100 points, uh, breaking a bunch of records. Uh, Matt Boldy's been really good all year. Uh, you know, their offense has been really surprisingly, really potent. So, um, but yeah, like you say, with the goaltending, it's going to be interesting to see who they run with. I mean, Fleury just got there. He's been pretty good in the short amount of time. Um, Talbot's kind of gone to different gear since Fleury's got there. So it's, it's interesting to see where that all go, but I'm going to go with wild, the wild in seven um, on this one. I think, I think, like you say, the depth score and the blues maybe, but I think Kaprizov is going to really take over this series. Um, he's just been amazing all year and he's had some playoff experience last year. He looked okay, but uh, I think he's going to take that experience and, and from the regular season to come in and be a dominant player. So I think the wilds uh, lines that have been going have been really dominant. So I, I think the wild will get out, but it'll be a really tight series, seven games. They're all going to be really close uh, throughout. Yeah, I think that's a fair a fair assessment. I mean, I think Kaprizov is definitely a different different level of a player for both teams. Um, I think a big factor for for the Wild in this series is can they shut down the Blues' top two lines? And the Blues have a good third and fourth line, but like the Thomas Buchnevich Tarasenko line is is one of the better lines in in the conference, I would say. And then O'Reilly, Saad, Perron are very you know they're going to be dependent. Are they going to be able to shut down? Kaprizov's line and the Blues have had yeah. a lot of trouble with Kaprizov in every game as every team has uh, but I think he does he does give them a different level I just think the Blues find a way a uh, close call but it'll be a great series and it's this is definitely gonna be a game a series that goes six or seven for sure oh, yeah. um, Calgary Dallas is the next one uh, this is an interesting series because I don't think the Dallas Stars like should pose any threat to Calgary in this series I know the Stars kind of play more of a playoff style if playoff hockey is still the way that it was before we've seen at least this season, especially the upturn and offensive, you know, play. Um, but Calgary, I think is just better. Like, I don't, I, I just don't think there's like anything on Dallas's side where I'm like, that that's a reason they could win. I don't really see that anywhere. I know that they have, you know, some really good players and they've gotten, you know, somewhat, you know, inconsistent this season and their, their power play is pretty good. Their penalty kill is 
not bad, a um, little bit below league average, probably not as good as they would want it to be. Uh, but you look at, you know, Pavelski had a huge season. Obviously, Jason Robertson's an up-and-coming star. Um, and Ottinger was pretty good as well. But I just don't see them winning this. But I think that they're the type of team where you look at them on paper. Like, if they played Colorado, I could see them winning a game or two. I think that they win a game or two. I, I'm going to go Calgary in six. Uh, what do you think? Yeah, here's another one that uh, is going to be interesting to watch because, like you say, Robertson's been really good uh, for for the Stars. And uh, you look at the Flames, they've, they're like top to bottom, I think, pretty well-rounded in their forward group after adding, you know, Toffoli and uh, Yarncroc at the deadline and Toffoli a little before the deadline. But um, they're, they're going to be really tough to beat as much as I hate saying this because I don't like Calgary. But uh you know, looking at, they have so many former Canucks out there too. So like Tan has turned his, you know, his, he's never injured now all of a sudden. Um, and you got Kachuk, that high powered top line is just insane. Um, Kachuk, Goudreau and Lindholm. I mean, he, he, they all have career highs of 200 point players on that line. My gosh. I mean, how, I don't know. The stars is going to have a hard time shutting that line down. And then you look down the line, if you're looking at Toffoli later on and, um, Backlund's been really good this year and uh, Manjapani. I mean, you go down and there's some good scoring goal um, players there and, and their defense has been surprisingly good, especially with you know, some guys that I thought wouldn't be very good anymore. Like good Branson, he's slow skater and he's been pretty good out there. So um, I think, I think the flames are just gonna be too good um, for Dallas to handle. So I think it's going to be flames in five in this one. I think the stars will maybe, you know, get out one win, somewhere maybe at home one time but i think the flames are just too strong of a team all right the next one uh i think this is kind of a couple of polar opposite teams you have a lot of pressure in edmonton to get out of the first round and not much pressure in la mainly because you know drew dowdy's gone or out at least uh for this and they're not a team i I guess some people would have expected them or maybe another younger team in this division to make the leap but also benefiting from what happened in Vegas this season is the Los Angeles Kings getting into the playoffs. Uh, Edmonton, LA, you know, I, I think this series is going to be the only sweep of, of the playoffs. And I, or at least the first round, I just think Edmonton is different. You know, uh, Mike Smith has been unbelievable this month. Um, And, you know, McDavid, obviously getting a career high in points for a guy who had 121 point season before pretty remarkable. Plus obviously dry side. I think this is a, a much better forward group in Edmonton than what they've had in the last couple of years. Uh, defensively, you still worry about it, but I don't worry about it as much against a team like LA. I just think LA, you know, they won the two cups in 12 and 14. I think at this point, just kind of happy to be there. Veteran guys still Kopitar, obviously, but I think Edmonton sweeps them. I just don't see that this is a good matchup for the Kings. And uh, yeah, I just think that it's a sweep. So uh, what are your, what are your picks here? Well, I'm a little bit on the uh, on side of it being closer than sweep. I think it's going to six or seven. Okay. Um, just just for the fact that the LA Kings, I I think, I don't know. I, I know they're going to miss Dowdy. I mean, Dowdy's a huge part of that team. That's They're going to miss him. I mean, to to defend against guys like McDavid and Dreisaitl. But I think their young guns are going to have a bit of a coming out party in this playoffs. they got a lot of young guys. Um, you know, Quentin Byfield's going to be playing his first playoffs, so he's going to be motivated. Um, you have some really young forwards that uh, have been good all year. They got a good young defense, mobile. I think they're going to be able to hang with the with the Oilers a bit more. But 
I think ultimately Oilers will win this. I, they're going to be, I'd just say it's in six. I, but maybe, I think it's going to be closer than, than you think. But I mean, I could be wrong. I, it could be that goes your way too. It goes to sleep could and be. just yeah. LA can't handle them. But we'll see. It's going to be interesting to see. It's definitely going to be, it's definitely somewhat hard for me to trust Edmonton in the playoffs, given what. Yeah, well, that's another thing happened. too. <laughs> yeah. It's definitely hard, but I'm going to roll with them. I'm going to give them a chance here, see what they do. Uh, so you have Colorado, Minnesota, and then Calgary, Edmonton in round two. We'll make those picks here in a moment, but let's go to the East. Um, Florida, Washington. Now, this is an interesting series because Washington hasn't done anything in the playoffs since winning the Stanley Cup in 2018. So they lose in round one. I believe it's three years in a row now because they lost to Carolina in uh, 19, I remember. Uh, Yeah, last year losing in the first round, the year before that losing in the first round as well. Uh, Their worst finish in the division since 2013-14. Obviously, Ovechkin did what he does. I know that he had a a bit of an injury situation towards the end. I'm assuming he's going to be a guy that plays. I'd be stunned if he didn't. Uh, But another 50-goal season for him, ho-hum. For him, (laughs) three 70-plus scorers, 70-plus point scorers with Kuznetsov and Carlson as well. Then kind of a drop-off into into Tom Wilson, then only getting 47 games out of Backstrom. But Florida – Florida kind of almost start to finish has been the best team in the league um, on paper because Colorado had a little stint there where you could think that they were. I still think there's a debate to be had between the two, but no team in the league scored above 3.9 goals per game than the Florida Panthers, and they scored 4.16. So they were off the charts this season. Um, just one of those teams where you watch them, you can tell it's different. Like just the way they play, you can tell that it's just high flying. They scored 337 goals overall. No team. The second place team was the Maple Leafs with 312. So that was a huge discrepancy and a gap there. Uh, but I do think Washington gives them a bit of a run. I could see, you know, a situation where goaltending maybe steals a game for the Capitals and they get some timely goal scoring with veteran guys. I'm going to say Florida gets what a lot of championship aspiration teams get, which is a little bit of push in the first round. I'm going to say Florida wins in six. What do you have? Yeah, I, I'm well, the thing is, I, I think the Panthers are just too strong of a team. I think this is a sweep. I think this is four, nothing done. Um, it's just, they've killed teams all season long. I mean, I may be, you know, teams that win the president's trophy don't always roll over. Yeah. and win and, and just dominate. But this team has just been, I haven't seen a team like this in a long time. Um, being able to, like you said, with the scoring and um, they're so deep. I mean, Sam Reinhardt's their third line center, enough said. Yeah. Um, so I, I think it's going to come down to goaltending. Like I was just on the preview show, which is coming out on YouTube soon. Um, and, you know, Ted, who covers the capital saying, you know, he thinks the goaltending is just going to come down to it. And it's goaltending. Capitals have not been good all year. So um, if the goaltending doesn't stand up, I think the Panthers are just going to run over them. And uh, I think it's if it does go, I think it's five. But uh, I'm going to go where sweep for this one. I can see it, absolutely. Because you just watch Florida, like I said, you, this is different. Like You can tell there's a different gear there. And yeah. um, I think that's a big part of this. Uh, the other thing that I kind of look at in this series, there's two things that are giving me a bit of pause with Florida is the president's trophy thing. I don't really care about like, like whether you win that or not, I don't care um, in terms of being afraid of them in the playoffs and whether they could you know, disappoint again. Uh, Tampa in 2019, that scares me a little bit because Tampa was that team. That's like 63 wins, just an unbelievable team. Yeah. 
and they lose in, in round one and they didn't really, it didn't even really put up a fight that's um, right, against yeah. Columbus. So that scares me a little bit. And the number two is I'm giving a slight benefit of the doubt to a Washington team that has a, a lot of pressure to at least get out of the first round, maybe not get out of it, but at least put up a fight. Um, so I'm going to say they steal a game at least maybe two, but I really don't see any scenario where Florida wins this um, or where Florida doesn't win this. Let's go to the next one, Toronto, Tampa Bay. And this is a series with most, the most eyes in the hockey role will be on this series because you have the back-to-back champs and you have a Toronto team that is begging to get out of the first round. And we may have, we may be watching the greatest player in Maple Leafs history with Austin Matthews with how unbelievable he's been 60 goal season, just an, off the chart. I think I would, if I had a, a vote for the Hart trophy and I don't think I should have a vote, they should never give me one, but um, that's my guy right there. Cause he scored 60 goals in 70 some odd games. It's just, it's ridiculous how good he's been. Their offense is really good. Tampa is a team that's going to turn it on. You know, they're going to turn yeah. on, you know, they're going to show up, you know, they're going to play well. Toronto beats them in seven, calling it. I think the Maple Leafs finally get out of the first round. What they do after that against a team like Florida, that's going to be goal scoring central if that series happens. So <laughs> I'm going to take Toronto in seven. Uh, I, apologies to Maple Leafs fans, but I think the Lightning is going seven in this one. Um, you know, it, it's just like you said, the Lightning just know how to play in these games. And, I think they're not going to win the cup this year. I'm just spoiler. I'm not going to pick them, but I think they, they get out of this series. It's going to be tight. It's going to be seven game series. It's going to be a lot of close games. It's going to come down to the goaltending matchup. I think, um, you know, both teams can score. We know that um, defense. I think the lightning have that edge because they've got such a veteran core and just know how to play um, they're going to miss that third line that kind of pushed them towards uh, the last two cups. But I think they've got a pretty good third line with, uh, you know, with the acquisitions they got in, at the deadline. So uh, we'll see. But I, I think the Lightning are going to pull this out. And um, sorry, Maple Leafs fans, but you're going to be, uh, you know, <laughs> you're going to be out in the first round, even though Austin Matthews is going to probably score some goals. Yeah, I think the uh, the hockey writers – comment section on Maple Leafs articles are going to be tough if that happens. And <laughs> Twitter as a whole, Maple Leafs Twitter is going to be tough, but I think a lot of people see that as entertainment from the outside. I don't really, you know, I'm not really biased one way or the other with them, but um, this is, that's going to be an unbelievable series to watch. It's going to be great. Uh, yeah. And then you got a rematch 2019 uh, Eastern conference finals with Boston and Carolina. Um, and this is going to be an interesting series because Carolina you got some concerns there with some goaltending issues. And this is a Carolina team that kind of before Colorado really got hot and took off, Carolina was looked at right there with Florida as best team in the league. And they still had a great season. You look at what Carolina did, you know, 54, 20 and eight, 116 points, only six points behind Florida and only three points behind Colorado. So third in the league. Um, I've always loved watching Aho and Svechnikov, two stud players. Uh, Carolina won six straight to end the season. Boston, a team with a little bit of, you know, how good are they? They end up winning 51 games, uh, 107 points on the season. Um, I think Carolina's offense is a little bit too explosive, and I don't love Boston's defensive unit after Mm. McAvoy. Um, Like, I like Grizzly. I think he's solid. Lindholm's a nice pickup. Uh, But I think Carolina is just a better team. 
And I think that they can make up for issues in front of them because they're always a defensive team, really, no matter who they have back there, that you're going to get something out of. So I'm going to take Carolina. I'm going to say Carolina and seven in this series. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to go with Hurricanes as well. I'm going to go within six. I think, I think, like you said, the Hurricanes are just, I think, too high-powered offensively. Their goaltending, we'll see how that goes because the fact that Anderson's been hurt um, who was really good all season. And then Ranta's a bit up in the air because he's been injured. And then he got the rookie goaltender. I mean, he's been really good this year when he's come in here. But uh, I don't know about relying on him in the playoffs, although we've seen it in the past. Rookies have, you know, stepped up. Uh, Cam Ward for them way back when was a rookie goaltender mm-hmm. that took him all the way to the cup. So that could happen. We don't know. But Hurricanes as a whole, I think, are just too good of a team. Uh, the Bruins will give them a bit of a fight because the fact that, yes, during the regular season series, they were outscored 13 to 1 and lost all the games. But that is not a reflection, I think, of their of the teams. So I think it'll be it'll be close. It'll be a six game series. I think Boston will put up somewhat of a fight and maybe win some home games. Um, but Hurricanes just have so much talent. And like I said, with the Panthers, the same thing. They're top to bottom really good. Their defense is really good. Um, and if their goaltending holds up, they're pretty tough to beat. So I'm going to say Hurricanes in six. All right, last series in the first round to cover here, the New York Rangers back in the playoffs against the Pittsburgh Penguins. You could certainly make an argument that the uh, best goaltender in the playoffs is Igor Shosturkin. Um, You know, I think Vasilevsky would have an argument there given what he's done in the last couple of years. But this will be a really good series because you got a Pittsburgh team could be the final run for this core because uh, Latang's a free agent. It certainly seems like Malkin is somewhat falling out of favor in Pittsburgh. I don't think Crosby's ever going to be a guy that goes anywhere, but Malkin also being a free agent. Um, I think it's more likely they probably re-sign Latang out of the two at this point, given, you know, just reading the tea leaves. But uh, Pittsburgh's pressure to get out of the first round. They've struggled in the playoffs last couple of years. A um, couple of losses to the Islanders. In that time, the Islanders obviously taking a step back this season. Now they're facing another team from New York, and it's the Rangers. The Rangers, young and upcoming team. You never really know what you're going to get from a team like this in the playoffs uh, because there's just a lot of uncertainty. You know, Fox is a stud. We all know that. Truba has been really good for them. Kreider had a huge season. Panarin is what he is, which is a star. Uh, They have the young, you know, top picks with Kako and Lafreniere. So, um, I think the Rangers prevail, and I think goaltending is a big part of that. There is some goaltending uncertainty in Pittsburgh, so I'm going to say Rangers in six. Yeah, I, Rangers is going to be going to be a team to watch because of Shesterkin. I mean, he was he's been so amazing uh, throughout the season. He's probably Vesna. He's probably going to win the Vesna. He's probably going to be in the running for the Hart Trophy too. So, mm-hmm. uh, what heck of a goaltender and heck of a season, and in a year that was so high scoring. Yeah. His numbers look ridiculous. So, I mean, uh, in this era where there's so much, yeah, this season was so much uh, offense, he's looked good. So he could be the deciding factor in this series and just shut him down. And Penguins don't have any answer for, for him. So, but I think it'll be still tight. Um, Pe- Penguins have surprised this year. I thought they were going to take a step back and not make the playoffs. I think I may have said that in our season preview. I can't remember of one of our predictions, but um, you know, the Penguins have, have really surprised. They had some great performances when Malkin and Crosby were out, um, you know, with that kind of held them up. So I don't want to take them for granted and, and say, well, they're not good enough. And 
because they've surprised in the past, they've got some, some horses that can do damage. Like we know with Crosby and Malkin and Gensel, who's done really well in the playoffs in the past. So I wouldn't discount them, but I think the Rangers come out of this. I think it's in seven. I think the Rangers go in seven. It's going to be a really tight series. And if Tristan Jari can um, hold up against Shesterkin goaltending wise, then, then it may be um, Penguins may be able to come out of it, but I think the Rangers are just, I think their goaltending is just going to be too good. Yeah. The thing for me is I've just been trusting the Penguins for too long now. Like last year I had them (laughs) making a deep run. They lose to the Islanders in round one. So I'm done doing it. So I'm going to go with the Rangers. I'm going to trust Shesterkin. I mean, a 935 save percentage in this season is just like ridiculous. It's, it's, (laughs) it's off the charts and uh, he's just been so good. And you never really know what you're going to get from a guy like him in the playoffs, but I'm going to trust him because he just looks the part. So, um, all right, round two, I have Colorado-St. Louis. Uh, This matchup, rematch of last year's first round, which really was a train wreck for the Blues from start to finish. And I think if this is a second-round matchup, I don't think it's as big of a train wreck, but I think Colorado just has different gear. The Blues sometimes have trouble keeping the puck out of their own net. I think Colorado beats them in five. I have Colorado advancing to the Western Conference Final. You have Colorado-Minnesota, which will be electrifying. Saw some uh, tussling in that game last night, despite it not meaning anything for Colorado. There was a lot uh, lot going on in that game, so that series would be unbelievable. Uh, What do you have with Colorado and Minnesota? Oh, wow. Yeah, like you said, that series would be really good if that happens. Um, I think that's that's an abs. That's a the avalanche in seven. I think that's a really tight series. Um, You know, they got some good scoring on both ends good defense. I think they're really well-rounded both sides and the wild have been so good this year. So I'm going to go with tight, but the abs are probably think are going to come out on top in that one. Yeah, that'll be a very interesting series for sure. Kaprizov, McKinnon, just the names there and the, uh, just the goaltending issues for Colorado. You could say, you don't know what you're going to get from Kemper in the playoffs, but I'm going to trust him because his team in front of him is just so good. Yeah. Um, battle for Alberta round two, this would be, a very, I mean, this would be a series that all of Canada would have eyes on because oh, yeah. <laughs> even when the regular season matchups of these two teams, these two teams don't like each other and it should be that way. Um, and this would be an unbelievable series. Uh, I think Edmonton beats them in seven because I, I, I don't really know why I would trust Mike Smith over Jacob Markstrom given the track <laughs> record, I think, but uh, I just think McDavid is due for a run. Like this, this team's got to make a run. They have good scores after Drysaddle and McDavid. Whether it's Zach Hyman or Nugent Hopkins or say what you want about Evander Kane, he's been good while being there. And um, you know, it's just it's a very a much better team for the Oilers, I think, going into the playoffs than they've had in years past. So I'm going to say Edmonton beats them in seven. What say you? Well, that series is going to be so good if it happens. I mean, Battle of Alberta in the playoffs, it's really good in the regular season. What about a seven-game series? Um, That'd that'd be really good TV, really good hockey. So, But I I think that series is going to – it'll go the distance for sure. Um, But I think Calgary gets out of it. Um, Again, I've said before, I think they're so deep. I mean, the Oilers are a bit better. But goaltending-wise, I think Markstrom has the edge – unless he's too tired because they really played him a lot during the regular season. So he may get fatigued. Um, He's shown okay in the playoffs in the past for the Canucks and whenever he has been there, but I think he does get out of it. If he is not tired, I think uh, the flames go in seven. They're just, I think they're well, just well coached. They're probably one of the best coach teams in this playoffs with uh, Daryl Sutter. He's been through the ringer. He knows how to win cups. 
He knows how to get teams to play playoff hockey. So I think the Flames will just be too experienced in that end. Um, and I think he'll outcoach Woodcroft because Woodcroft, this is his first experience in here. So I think that's what it'll be. All right, let's go to the East. Uh, you have Florida and Tampa, which would a series that I tweeted about a couple of weeks ago. We need that series again. I have Florida and Toronto. Um, the Like I said, Leafs, Panthers would just be a ton of goal scoring. And I'm going to say Florida has enough offense because they got deeper offense. Like you said, Reinhardt's their third line six. Yeah, so like... I'm going to take Florida and six. I think Toronto gets a couple on them. Uh, but I'm going to say Florida moves on to the Eastern Conference final. And then you have Florida and Tampa, which would be another great series. <laughs> yeah. And we saw that. We saw that last year, right? Uh, yeah, electrifying. It was so good. Uh, I think uh, the Panthers are way better this year. Um, playing. So if that, if that happened, it'd be much tighter. I think the, I think the Panthers win it though. I think uh, it's again, they're just ridiculous. I mean, Reinhardt's being a third line. Center. He had over 70 points. I think he may have hit 80 um, as being a third line guy. So I don't think many teams, no teams can say that. So I think, uh, I think the Panthers come out of it and I think it's in six. Yeah, casual 82-point season for Sam Reinhardt yeah. <laughs> as the third-line center for the Florida Panthers. Yeah, this team's just next level. Um, and even the early season adversity with Quinville having to having to get let go, which was the right move for, for the Panthers, and they they weathered it. It didn't even – it's like it never happened for them with how yeah. good they've been. And uh, they're just in another level. Uh, Carolina, the New York Rangers, next matchup. Uh, this was a qualifying round matchup, I believe, in the 2020 bubble and I believe it was the best of five series, and I think Carolina beat them in three. Um, and it's just like Carolina is just a, on a different level than the Rangers at this point. And if if, if New York's going to have a chance in the series, it's going to be Shesterkin uh, carrying them to the finish line. But Carolina is a team that when they get in the playoffs, they typically make some sort of a run. I think that's the same this year. So I think for my Eastern Conference Finals, we end up Florida and Carolina, which was kind of what it was all season in the East with the two best teams. So I'm going to say Carolina beats them in five. I think they're just better than the Rangers. And uh, what say you? Yeah, I'll I'll say Hurricanes in five in this one too, because I think just Rod Brindamore again with the coaching, I think he's just, he'll get them going. He'll, he'll get 10. If they can get some good goaltending and beat again with Shesterkin, if he has a ridiculous series in the first round, um, they're going to have to beat him too. So um, we'll see, but I think that'll be a good series and hurricanes. But I think again, they're just too well-rounded, too good um, in all areas, except if they have the goaltending, then in all areas. So I'm going to say hurricanes in five. All right, Western Conference Final. I have uh, Colorado Edmonton. You have Colorado Calgary. Uh, I'm going to keep this one simple. I think Colorado beats them in six. I only say six because I I feel like Colorado is going to lose a couple games here and there. I just I know they're great, but it's I don't know if they're going to go into the Cup final with a 12 and three record. So I'm going to say a couple games here they lose. I'm going to say they go into it with uh, we'll say 12 and four instead. So a little bit different, <laughs> you know, add a game to it. But Edmonton's got the opportunity to score enough. And to, you know, maybe not get lucky, but just like have Colorado have an off night to get a win. Uh, But I'm going to say Colorado wins this in six. The much better matchup for the hardcore hockey fan, the people who love hockey, the way it's been played this season, especially like me offensively. I love that. I do love defensive uh, hockey and goaltending as well. But offensive hockey adds another element. I think it could be a more exciting playoff, especially, you know, the day and age we're in where people want to watch the high paced fast stuff. Colorado Calgary would be a much better series. I think um, just because of like the depth and the, like, I think Calgary is a team where 
you obviously have McDavid and Drysdale on one side, but there's like more elements to what Calgary does. Like Mangiapane's yes. a stud. Um, Blake Coleman's a guy who's won cups. Uh, Gaudreau's a stud. Lindholm, Kachuk. I mean, it's a really fun team to watch. I think Colorado and Calgary in a matchup would be a much better matchup, but uh, that's what you have. So wh- yeah. how do you think that series shakes out? Oh, I mean, again, exciting. Uh, I think, yeah, I like the Flames have a lot more depth um, in the whole lineup. I mean, you look at Dylan Dubé, who, who had, I believe, like 15 or something goals, and he was playing on the third, fourth line. Um, Coleman, like you say, he knows how to win and he knows what to do in these situations. So um, that'd be a heck of a matchup, but I still think the abs are just, they're just so good this year. And if they can kind of put it back together after having a pretty bad end to the season, but at this point they'd be already be there. So of course it was, they bounced back. So, um, I don't say abs in seven, that's going to be a tight, hard fought series because, um, just, it'd be so exciting, but I think abs go in seven. All right. Um, Eastern conference finals, Florida and Carolina. So, Kind of rounding back to the two best teams in the East all season were these two. Uh, but as we've said this entire time, and we can't really say it enough, Florida is just better. They have a different level. And um, I think that level shows up again. And when you have a player like Barkov and he wasn't your most lethal offensive player this season, I think that says a lot about the team and what Huberto yeah. was. And you trust yeah. their, you got to trust their goaltending more this year than last year because Bobrovsky – had seen better days after after the last couple of years of that contract. And he started to finally figure it out a little bit. And Spencer Knight, I think, is a guy that's going to be great in the future. Um, so, yeah, I think that this, uh, this Florida team is just different. I think they win in six. Uh, and Florida-Colorado is my Stanley Cup matchup. What do you have in the Eastern Conference Finals? Well, I'm going to go with Panthers. Uh, we're going to have the same Stanley Cup final. So All right. uh, Panthers and seven in this one, I think, again, it's going to be a tight series. It's going to go down to the wire. And uh, But Panthers, like we said all time and time again, Panthers are just so deep and so good. Even if their top unit gets shut down. I mean, you got a second unit, you got third. Fourth line, I think, has probably has double digits and goals that are there too. So. Yeah. Uh, they're just going to be too strong uh, for the Hurricanes to handle. And so I think it's, yeah, Panthers and seven. All right, Colorado, Florida, stage is set. Two best teams in the league playing the cup final. This would be an unbelievable series. Um, sometimes you're due. And I think Colorado's been due to win a cup with this core for a few years. And I'm going to say Colorado wins it in seven. I'm worried about the goaltending. <laughs> I'm what I'm worried about for Florida is how are they going to stop McCarr and McKinnon? Because yes. Florida, as great as they are offensively, their defense has not been – I mean, it's it's good, but it hasn't been as as much I – mean, I think they've left a lot to be desired defensively given the fact that they have some horses back there. Yeah. But um, I think Colorado wins this in seven. I'm going to say the Con Smythe winner is Kale McCarr. I think he has a huge postseason. I'm looking at 30-plus points. Um, and I, I say Colorado, the do factor is here. Last year I had Pittsburgh beating Colorado. I think I should be a little bit better at it this year with this pick. I went a little bit safer, but I'm going to say Colorado beats Florida in seven. What say you? Well, I'm going to be on the same page here. I, I know I'm pretty sure I picked abs and abs to win the cup last year. So hopefully I'm right this year. And because <laughs> yeah. we've picked, I think we've picked the abs a few times coming into here. So uh, I'm going to go abs in seven as well. 
Um, the Panthers, like you said about the defense, I think they may be exposed by the avalanche and, mm-hmm. um, you know, the Montreal Canadiens, yes, they were resting a lot of guys, but they got to be 10 to two. So, yeah. um, not the best way to finish a season, but I mean, at this point, it's still that doesn't matter, but, um, I say abs. Yeah. I think it's going to be seven game, but it's going to be a heck of a series con Smythe. I'm going to pick Nathan McKinnon again here. I know I picked him last year as the con Smythe, um, He's just so good. And I, I think he's going to dominate. McCarr's going to be right there with him for sure. And the amount of points he had, ridiculous. I mean, 86 points, I believe he finished with. But then you got Roman Yossi at 96. So that's insane as well. Sure, yeah. Um, but yeah, abs in seven. All right. We both have the Colorado Avalanche lifting the Stanley Cup when it's all said and done. And what should be an electrifying uh, playoff? You know, I, it, I you could say that I think, I probably say that every year, how good the playoffs are going to be but like this year is different because there's so many teams with a hundred plus points in this playoffs. So many teams that just take it to another level, the East, especially just every team is good. I think the capitals you're like, I don't know if they're that good, but everybody else is really good. Um, and then the, the West has some kind of a couple different tiers of teams that I think maybe Dallas, LA and Nashville, you're like, I don't know, but the others you're like, okay, they're really good. So this should be really good. Uh, really good playoffs overall it's going to be great i think we'll probably try to do another one of these right before the cup final or around the conference finals and then do one for that and then do one for the cup final then we got to do something uh probably on here for the draft discuss the draft and uh we'll get into all that over the next couple of months and i can't wait to do another one of these with you in a few weeks matthew thank you for joining me uh you can follow him at matthew zader sc on twitter uh copy media editor and canucks writer the hockey writers.com also you know all kinds of prospect stuff on there as well so you can check his work out and uh, we'll be back in a couple of weeks and this should be a great stanley cup playoffs